Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you as well. Um, hey, I just wanted to thank the listeners for listening and giving feedback. It's been wonderful. Um, we recently got um, some feedback on the podcast. Thanks for making comments there, by the way, if you do that. I think we got like 900 comments. Wait, 90. Um, uh, want to address one that just came across my attention here. My daughter, she runs the business here, Serenity, uh, Sweet Serenity. She's famous. Uh, she runs um, the podcast business. And she said that there was someone by the hashtag of Larry something and <laughs> said, like, enough with the terrible accents already. They're awful. And I want to address that. Uh, Larry something, if you're out there. I just want to say to you, sir, but we'll keep doing these accents for as long as I want, and I'll break your body. <laughs> Yo, you want to come to me? You'll step on this face. Wait, wait, what's happening? Rocky. Hey, Larry, I'm going to do it Rocky. even more because that's how I do things. <laughs> I'm just making up my own accents. That was like a little boy hey, yo, Larry. English. Now you like this accent right here, man? You think it's pretty good? No. no. <laughs> oh. Vic, you and Larry can just go have a conversation. Yeah, whatever he said. Anywho, Ski, thanks for leading feedback. Um, are we going to address the fact that you got a nickname while we were on vacation? No, no, we're not We're not going to address the fact. My wife is the most wonderful person on the planet. She has a personality that is unlike any other. She can get anything done. She's the most driven, disciplined person on the planet. You're welcome, babe. Um, but when she hit vacation, <laughs> she turned into what we started calling her vacation, Jen, because we sat down at breakfast and she ordered a plate of donuts. And we all looked at each other with utter shock. Delicious. Vic, Vic the sound chick was with us. And we were like, what just happened? Who ordered that? Everyone's like, Billy, Dad, did you order that? I'm like, I did not order those. Vacation Jen. We go to a Mexican restaurant. Typically, she'd get like the raw chicken. Uh, <laughs> because raw? if you cook it, it gets fatter, right? Um, she ordered nachos for the table. Yes. I'm the guy who orders fries for the table, nachos for the table. And so we were loving Vacation Jen, who we affectionately refer to as VJJ. Uh, uh, see? <laughs> True story. Just, am I lying? Never, am I lying? It never goes well. Am I lying? Just Whole truth, nothing but the truth. VJJ, You know, I am you can't say you. that. That's, you I can can't call edit me this. Vacation Jen. Okay. Cheers Vacation to that. Jen. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, VJJ. We're cheers, and, and you have a, a well, paper cup. It's true. Real life here. <laughs> I uh, got up early and. Uh, I had to go do some work. You drove to Seattle. And um, came back with a... It's 6 a.m. on your day off. But, a little mercury. So VJJ is gone. <laughs> oh, it's a sad day when VJJ leaves. <laughs> okay. You're, we, come on now. But VJJ, <laughs> we uh, want uh, you to come uh, back to us. Uh, Larry, those accents are for you, man. Every time I do an accent, <laughs> sponsored by Larry. <laughs> you're going to hurt their ears because you're getting so close to that. Uh, Larry, thanks for listening, though, man. But all day, every day, and we'll be doing an accent just for use. Oh. Um, well, hey, thanks for listening. Especially to, yeah. we found out recently, Vic the Sound Chick kind of travels for the world the over. all East Coasters. Yeah, we have a yeah. lot of friends on the East Coast. That's we where we kind of grew up, you know. Not from the donuts. East Coast, the best coast. No, not really. The West but, um, Coast is the best coast. We have some really good but supporters from the East Coast. Uh, Shelly, Shelly from Atlanta, love you very much. She is a huge fan of Vic the Sound Chick. Vic and she Soundchick. asked Vic the Sound Chick for her autograph and for a shout out on the podcast. That's that- not true, but... Uh, Vic, I wish you'd stop lying. You don't have a microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, Shelly, here's your shout-out, and the autograph from Vic is in the mail. 
I got a little tickle in my throat. And then we also want to, we're shouting out, since we're shouting out people on the East Coast uh, from the ATL, uh, Precious and Destiny, what's up? Oh. Longtime friends. They've been listening to the podcast. That means a lot. Precious is, Precious is the best. Destiny is her daughter. Those names, Um, though. Yeah, right? I'm just Billy. I'm Jennifer. Like, what's wrong with JJ? Okay. Yeah, but JJ? What's wrong with our parents? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with our parents? Billy. Jennifer, dude. I mean, we're offending a lot of people. Yeah, we really are. Larry uh, and parents, we want to apologize. All the Jennifer, yo, Larry, I ain't even met. Billy, Willie, um, Richard. Did you just call me Willie? Dick. Like, why? why I guess all you know. Those, whoa, why did, all those names? I think you're cursing. Those are names. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hey, why is Dick a nickname for Richard? <laughs> yo, man, if my name is Richard, <laughs> I'm going really with Rich, Ricky, Ricardo. Don't call me Dick. <laughs> If your name's Dick, no offense intended. Um, my name's Willie, and she's the JJ. <laughs> okay, I it think works so we good. We just crossed the line. No, we so did. It works so well. Our listeners just got offended, but um, anyway, yeah. staying to um, what the should topic. we talk about? What are we talking about? I'm excited about to talk about today. When we first launched this podcast, um, it was 40 episodes ago. In fact, this is our 40th anniversary hey, episode. Happy anniversary. Happy 40th, babe. Cheers. This is the 40th episode of Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. And uh, the first one was marriage, and the stay whole tuned. truth, and nothing but the truth. Stay tuned. We are about to launch our website. Okay. And uh, we want to create a place where people can leave comments, suggestions. It's going to be fun. We're also going to... That sounds riveting. We're also... <laughs> <laughs> It does. You mean I can actually leave a comment and a suggestion? We want to get people's feedback and uh, take some questions and also some great ideas for just different conversations we can cover. But uh, stay tuned for that. Can't wait for that bad boy to land. Yeah, we're going to make some uh, Vic the Chick t-shirts. Yeah, we we should uh, get merch. Vic the Chick. Cheers, babe. Uh, Um, Vic the sound shake. Okay, cheers, babe, which my daughter coined that phrase. And so we'll go with cheers, babe. Um, Her friends. Well, yeah, my daughter and her friends. Which we're super honored. I mean, we have we have college age teenage girls who listen to the podcast. So I know some of this is very inappropriate. But JJ, <laughs> I think we should cut that. <laughs> Jen, I, no, it re- stands for Vacation Jen. Okay, but yeah, but all of yeah, just roll with your nickname. Own it. I'm Willie. You're the JJ. <laughs> all right, moving forward. Um, I thought today we should talk about um. Marriage again. We've actually we've only done one episode out of forty that just focuses on marriage. Um, we talk about marriage true, and we true. reference it many times. But so the first one was marriage whole truth. I thought maybe today, babe, we could kind of break down some of the unspoken like it and marriage. So the this things is gonna that get real uh, the things we do not speak of. <laughs> There's that movie. There's the a Village, whole lot called of those unspoken. we do not mention or those we do not speak of. Um, when I was growing up in church there used to be like this thing when people would ask for prayer i thought it was hilarious but and i'm not gonna if you if you're one of these people uh, please i'm not mocking you we're just we're offending a ton of people today so let's just roll with it um but people would be like you go around the circle or you'd be in a room you know having a bible study back in the day and people like hey i got a prayer need any prayer needs anything we could pray for you about someone be like hey man just pray for my marriage just struggling a little bit hey man could you just pray for like my finances and then there'd always be one or two people that would you know notoriously be like yeah i haven't i haven't unspoken and i remember the first time i heard that i'm like what is happening and what they were saying is like there's something that i need prayer for 
that I don't want to tell you because it's either embarrassing or, and so they would just refer to it as like, um, I have, I have two unspokens today. <laughs> I always wanted to be like, <laughs> um, what, did, did you murder somebody? And we're all thinking the worst. <laughs> Are like, you a sexual <laughs> deviant? <Yeah. laughs> like what is unspoken? Maybe like you should just state unspoken. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like are people buried under your floorboards? Right? Like what is so, so, and I always used to kind of like, I mean, and it's an ongoing joke for us all the time. Like, ah, oh, yeah, excuse me. I have an unspoken, <laughs> you know, and it's like, but I do think um, in marriage, there are some things that we don't talk about mm-hmm. um, as married couples. And babe, we've kind of experienced this, so I thought maybe we should. I mean, we could talk about this forever, but maybe we should like jump into jump into a couple or a few today of what are some of the unspokens we've encountered in marriage, and how can we get the unspoken into the spoken category? Like Ooh, where like, like it. free us up to talk about it. Sound good? Let's just go right off the bat with sexual satisfaction. Okay. <laughs> I love how you're like, yep, okay. You're so trying to keep us not. <laughs> no, <offensive. I'm, laughs> I, I like talking about girl. I know you down when it comes to sexual satisfaction. <laughs> uh, this accent sponsored by Larry. Uh, yo, girl. So uh, tell me, um, uh, tell me this. Riddle me this, little girl. Um, little baby girl. Riddle me this question for you. Um, why? Do so many women come to you over the years? You've told me this and literally say this, and this is true, and we'll never name these names, And but you've said this to me many times, and they're like, I actually hate having sex. Yeah. Like, is that, that's true, right? Like, you've had, uh, answer, have women come to you and be like, I uh, hate yeah. sex? And maybe not using the word hate, but they've- Some have used the yeah, word hate. there has been. I'm only repeating I, what you've said I, to me. Yeah, there's been quite a few women who've just said, yeah, I don't actually really enjoy it. I. They're not satisfied. It's kind of a duty. Um, it's- kind of like I I try to maybe once or twice a month because it's just something I don't enjoy. And of course they would say that to you in the in the utmost of confidence, yeah. right? Because it's like you don't talk about that. And my question is this, first of all, that's horrifying to me to think that there are people in a married relationship that act, that actually hate or at, okay, let's say they don't hate but they don't enjoy. Like I think sex between a husband and wife like at the very very least it should be enjoyed. Like that's the whole point of that, right? And, like, and there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, there, there could be. So what are those? Could, I, that's my big question. Yeah, right and now. so like, why, I mean, like, why would that someone even who's be listening the case? who maybe is struggling in this area? You know, it's not that we're making fun or bashing, or I, I hope it doesn't come off that way. But I think there's a lot of reasons why, and I think we want to kind of talk about the unspoken. Why? Why would? It, why, in your opinion. I'd say professional opinion. You've been, you've yeah. been mentoring, pastoring women for twenty something years. Why would you? Why? Why would they feel that way? What is it that's women? Causing them? Women respond to intimacy, sexual intimacy, when they feel that they're being cared for, mm. and it doesn't just one day a woman wakes up and is like, "I hate having sex with the man that I chose to love and marry." That that didn't just happen overnight. Right. There was there were things that went on for some time in their relationship where they just felt there was just a, a sense of, of a lack of intimacy, a connection. Um, it became more of a duty because of that. And so because they don't feel loved, they don't feel loved. They don't feel and feel there's a lack of communication in the marriage. They bed. don't feel heard. And they don't feel they seen. Are not, they're not able to maybe meet the needs that they do have, or the husband's not able to do that for, for, for whatever reason. And so, so I think at the end of the day, and it's because there's been a lack of care and nurture. And of course there's no one size fits all. Like you right. can't stereotype something. Some people have had <laughs> abuse or 
horrible things happen to them. And I have have some close friends who've gone through a lot of that and they're enjoying sex in, in love intimacy because they've worked through things with their marriage partner, with their marriage partner. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, every woman who feels nurtured and loved and cared for responds um, privately in their marriage with intimacy and, and, and desires to have that sexual relationship with her husband. So, and this is, and this is, we don't talk about this much. So there might be a lot of people like, it's I don't know if that's unspoken. true. I don't think there's a lot of women that don't enjoy sex. It's like, yeah, cause it's unspoken, man. Right. Um, and I, I certainly can't relate. I mean, I, but here I am. I'm th- even as a husband who oh, I think we have a great intimacy life. Part of me is like, Oh God, like is my wife telling her friends. Well, first of all, can I just say to all the girls who are talking to their closest friends about this? Good for you. There are so many women who have gone silent and are suffering in silence. Stop dying in silence. And I I would say thank you for speaking up because until you speak up, how can someone maybe help you or pour into you or maybe encourage you? So good for you. Girls, keep talking to the right people. I think that's where, that's where like maybe help starts. Um, So so definitely keep doing that. That's yeah. that's the right thing to do. I agree. And I would say a lot of the onus then falls on <clears throat> I think it's I think those women not only need to talk to their friends, but don't you think they should tell their husband? Like Absolutely. Like hey, I don't actually enjoy it. Um and maybe they don't, maybe they do. I mean, I guarantee you if a if a woman isn't sexually satisfied in well, a marriage, let me ask you there's going to be a distance. I was to come to you and say I don't actually enjoy sex most of the time, how would that make you feel? Yeah, that'd be a crushing blow. Right. But, so, but s- I would say this, but I would much rather deal with that, like, oh my God, like I'm not, I would much rather deal with that than for you to die in silence. And, and it, uh, you know, we can't fix what we don't acknowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, as, as tough as that would be, I would say I would rather know than just to pretend. And then all of a sudden, your sex life is never going to get better, right? You know what I've found in marriage over the years is that it's easy to have communication on just life stuff. It's hard to keep having intimate conversations with your spouse unless you're willing to go there with him or her. And I would say it's, it's the onus is on you, ladies, to take the time to have intimate conversations with your husband so that you can have this conversation. It would be really awkward, right? Out of nowhere, you just be like, you know what? I don't like to have sex with you. But if you can establish a communication with your husband where you guys have some intimate time where you're talking about some personal things and that becomes very normal in your relationship, then you can begin to work on some very intimate things in your sexual And I would say this, and we've probably talked about this before, but if, you know, you said one of the reasons, one of the main reasons, you know, other than other like abuses or, or traumatic experiences, you know, in life, but is, um, you know, a woman doesn't feel loved or cherished. And I would mm-hmm. say for men, like, hey, right off the bat, how do you love and cherish your wife? Um, I think one of the things that I have kind of learned over the years, we've been, we're going on 23 now. We certainly aren't experts in this yet. Well, we're getting close to experts, but we don't know it all. But totally. we know what's worked for us, and we've been through a lot. And, in fact, being pastors for 20-something years, about yeah, it. Yeah. we've talked to a lot of couples. But I would say this, you know, um, better than, like, the big things now and every now and then is the daily consistent little things. So, like, you could, like, once a year take her on a vacation to Europe. Like, that's awesome. And there's a good chance you might have intimacy on that vacation. But like I I have found with you, and I think this is probably universal, whether than just like two or three times a year, I do something super big. I buy you a diamond ring. I rent a hotel out and we do that like three times a year. But all the other times I'm kind of like just like we're just doing life. Better would be to do the little 
daily things Mm -hmm. consistently. Because what happens, those little things add up and they add up so much more than to a few big things. I mean, you can still do the big things, but like kind words, um, kisses for no reason, hugs all the time, little gifts, um, little notes, um, picking her up and just taking her out to lunch and come back. It's just like the little things, like helping around the house. It's giving her a shoulder massage. It's 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 drawing a bath for her. It's the little, little things. Yes. Like, babe, I love you. It's telling her on a regular basis, you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful. You're my standard of beauty. Like, you're gorgeous. Hey, your hips actually look really good today. You know what? Your eyes are sparkling. Your smile lights up my life. Like, Keep little things it, like, like the smell it. of your hair. It just makes me feel like I'm home. Like, whatever you can do, those little things add up to so much more than just a few big right. things. And... Then a woman starts to feel cherished. And then you're saying to me that in return, that will help happens. a woman actually like enjoy. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and it's a response. And, you know, and that's why I believe that over, you know, maybe months and years when you're married for some time, that the intimacy can wane. There could be a lack of intimacy. And I would say to, to couples, you know, do what you can to get back to some of the things that worked in the beginning things and if if you don't remember i'm sure he was caring more and more concerned i'm sure you were responding um better you were responding more and there is a response i think girls have to respond to their husband and the women have to have the courage to have this conversation which could hurt their husband and the husbands have to be um strong enough to be like okay so how can we make it better can i say this so that's kind of the woman's side um but i think there's i don't want to assume that every man out there is like i enjoy sex with my wife um, and because I mean, we know the infidelity rates in America alone across it's the huge. world, it's probably even more worldwide. Um, than, um, and so there's lots of reasons again, you can't just stereotype this. Oh, right. a man cheats on his wife because he doesn't enjoy sex with her. Like, oh my gosh, there's so, a million, a myriad of reasons yeah. of why someone, and that's ultimately on the person. If a spouse is going to cheat on another spouse, like, you got to own what you did. Like, you can't blame that on something else. Like, well, she doesn't like to have sex with me, so I cheated on her. Well, bro, you still lost and you were wrong. Totally. Um, But you have to understand there's, so what about to the men out there? I'm asking myself and the question like, that are like, I actually don't enjoy sex with my wife, you know? And I can't relate with that. I do, but I I have friends for sure. I've known people, I've had friends who have cheated on their spouses, people that I know for sure that have cheated on their spouses. And one of the reasons is like, yeah, the sex wasn't good. Which well, we weren't I having any. seems superficial, but you play that out over years. It's like, yeah, that becomes an issue. And so asking the question, um, you know, how could a woman make this unsp- sexual gratification for a man better? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's like, what is it? Well, I was thinking about before we turn on these mics and I'm trying to think of what you've done. I would say if I were answering as a man, I would say, um, I wish you would be sexier with me. And what I mean by that is like, don't look sexier. I'm not, don't, don't try and, and don't. You don't need to wear a V-neck to show no, no, your breasts no, no. or like be sexier a with me. And Jen, I would say this, honestly, one of the things you do the best, I, I, I so appreciate it, is like, I initiate a lot. And I think the man should initiate a lot. I'll come behind you at the kitchen. I'll put my arms around you. I'll start to let hands wander where they shouldn't or where they should, <laughs> you know, and I'll start to kiss you. And you're not like, stop, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm tired. Stop touching me. Now that it's a, it's a vicious cycle because if a woman doesn't feel loved, then she's reacting that way because she's like, you don't mean it. And then the dude right, is like, right, right, right. okay. So, but what you'll so do, if this is healthy. You're saying, right. You'll do, you're like, oh, Hey, oh, Hey, how you doing? And you'll just kind of like respond giggle, laugh. You'll respond to it. You'll reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. You'll come to me and just whisper in my ear. Should we go upstairs? You do. And it's like, those are the kind of things I'm like, oh yeah. So I'm not actually looking for like sexiness outside of our relationship. Right. It's in our relationship. 
Now, people are like, well, forbidden. And those well, little things always come off sexy be, to you. Like forbidden fruit is taste yeah. better, right? Whatever. There's always going to be something in humanity, this kind of sin nature that's like, I want what I can't have. And that's where adultery and fidelity comes in. But I am saying this. I can honestly say before God, like, have we, have we thought about getting divorced? Yes. Have we had conversations over our 23 years of marriage that we might get divorced? Yeah. I can't even, even, feeling like can't even remember a it? moment where yeah. I thought I would cheat on my wife. Um, has there been temptations? Well, sure, there's temptations all over the world. But I've never considered the thought of cheating on my wife for the very reason that I'm, I don't, you are sexy with me. Mm-hmm. You're sexy with me. Um, and it goes so much past superficial things like you reciprocate. And like doing that, if I can say it this way, is like protecting our marriage from, you know, maybe doing something we would regret by responding. I mean, it's amazing. Like that kind of dynamic between us has been the one thing that I think that's helped us the most to, to, to live this life pure with okay. each other. So this is good. And so this doesn't turn into sex talk again. We're talking about the unspoken. So sexual gratification. We talked about that a little bit. Hopefully that's helpful. It's kind of awkward to talk about. What about this? What about the, uh, the teenage boy syndrome? Talking to husbands, babe, tell me what you think about this. The teenage boy syndrome. This is what we don't talk about. Um, Okay, again, this is, I think we just chose to offend people on this one. The dudes that are married that will play video games every night till three in the morning. Um, They're drinking every weekend with their buddies, not their wife. They're just getting drunk every weekend and hanging out and drinks with the boys, drinks with the boys. They, um, they, um, they're, they're like teenagers. It's like they're totally. teenagers. And so, and then that forces a woman maybe to act like a mom. And we could talk about the mom factor after this one because I think they're separate. But these are the unspokens the mom factor with Hello. women's women trying to, wives trying to be moms to their husbands. But then sometimes the wives feel the need to be a mom because these husbands have I'm jumped into like the teenage boy syndrome, which is like they don't, they're not the initiator, they don't comfort their wives or nurture them or serve them, um, they go passive. With sex, with the kids, with decisions, um, it's. I almost want to yell, "Yo, stop being the boyfriend and start being the man." Like, at so what point weird. are you like gonna stop being her boyfriend and be her man? So, talk about this. Do you have you noticed this? Have you seen this in life? It's the teenage boy syndrome. We don't talk about it, but you got grown, grown men. I almost cursed. Grown men um, acting like acting teenage like boys, boys with their wife. Like yeah. They're very responsible. They have jobs and make money. But when it comes to their wife, like they defer all the decisions. It's almost like emotionally they just decided not to grow up in some major areas. And so they're still acting, like you said, a 60-year-old teenage boy. I know men, none of my friends. Why? Um, that'll be like, hey, I'll be like, hey, we're going to do this. And like, I got to ask my wife permission, man. Let me check with the old ball and chain. What? Uh, I gotta get, and I'm like, what are you That's talking so about? Okay. Like, you have put yourself. Yeah. And they can be like, well, she does that. No, you're playing the teenage boy. Exactly. Teenage boys check with mom. Now you're like, oh, that's right. I'll just tell her because I'm the man. No, No. (laughs) dude. And that's what a teenage boy would surmise. Like, oh, you're right. Okay, I'll be the man. Like, no, you're a grown man. Hello. Here's how we do it. Like, if I want to play poker with the fellows, I'll give you a call. We had this happen recently. Hey, babe, I was thinking about tonight going over playing. I check in. So me and my friends, I'll be like, hey, let me check with Jen. Let me see what she's doing. Maybe I do a life with you. Respect each other. I don't know if Jen had plans tonight. I don't know if she wanted to go on a date. I haven't asked. Let me check with Jen. I'll get back to you. I'm not asking permission. I called you once. This is recently. So yep. it's a good. It's like, hey, babe, I want to play poker with the guys My tonight. Bad. I was thinking about it. What do you think? And she's like, well, I, want, I thought we were going to do this. And we actually had no plans made. And I was like, so we're going back and forth. You kind of didn't want me to, but you didn't really have a reason. <laughs> and I remember at one point kind of something. I was like, hey, babe, I just, 
I'm not actually asking your permission. Because I was treating you like a boy. Yeah. And you were like, okay. I'm like, I, I was just calling to see if you had plans. I love you, but I'm not asking you if I can. In and fact, you were saying, started to fact, say that because I started treating you yeah, like a boy. Yeah, I was like, boy. in fact, unless there was something else that you had wanted to do, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm a grown adult. And you were like, hey, I but if you were don't like, have to actually ask you. Right, and you were like, well, maybe, and you said, and you were in a moment, you were like, well, maybe we could spend time. And I was like, well, we had, we went to breakfast this morning together, and we went on a date last night, and I love you, and I love to spend time, but could I go with the guys? And, you know, it was kind of this little, and you're like, okay, okay. And you were just totally. kind of being a little petty, and you were, you maybe need some communication, and I get it, but if you. It if, was not Okay. I think I was like, I got to ask my wife, man. You know, I got to ask the boss. I joke like that too. But, but, you that's, were be, but your response was being the man. Be like the you man. We're still being the man. All right, fellas. Can I tell you the best way to not fall in teenage boy syndrome? With your wife. With your wife. Can please, I tell you the best way? Please. Comfort her. Serve her. Here's what a teenage boy very rarely never does with his mom. Um, mom, how you doing? Sit down. This is what a man does. A man goes to his wife. You walk home. She's frazzled, frazzled. And he's like, I'm just going to stay out of her way, man. Don't get in her way. She's on one. Listen, you know, if, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody, nobody happy. Has. Bro, that's what teenage boys do. If I walk home and my wife is like having it, I'm like, hey, like losing hey, her hey, baby. Hey, come here. I give her a hug. I love her. I'm like, how you doing? Are you okay? Hey, why don't you go sit down? Let me, let me order in dinner tonight. I love you. Hey, relax. Go upstairs and take a bath. I got this. Hey, Being the I man. just be the man. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, can I go this far? If you're a person of faith, like, hey, can I just take a moment and pray with you, babe? Like, do you need, hey, God, yes, I'm just going to pray yes. for my wife. I kiss you. I hug you. Like, hey, go rest. Hey, stop. We're not going to do this. Comfort her. Serve her. Like, that's what wow. men do. And that instantly takes you out so of teenage good. boy syndrome, right? Like, your wife needs to be nurture, nurtured. Teenagers don't nurture. Men, they nurture. Wow. Like, hey, babe, let me just take care of you. I love you. What do you need? What do you need? And all of a sudden, she's like, Oh, my big, my big handsome man is taking care <laughs> of me as opposed to being like, I got to take care of my husband who's a little boy, you know, like. That's okay. so good, babe. Are that we is, saying too much? No, it needs to be said. Um, okay, yeah. we have one more. Give us one more okay. unspoken. We, the mom factor. Okay, this is. So what can I ask you this? this? What everything. makes a woman feel the need, babe, to mother her husband? Like, what is it like? Like, and we've seen this multiple times, even women who don't have kids, like they just automatically go into this, like, like they Seriously. treat their husband like he's a boy. Seriously, now granted, if the boy's, play, if the man's playing the teenage boy, then it's kind of on him. But like, what is that? What is that? Because we've seen that dynamic so many times. We've had to fight that dynamic in our own relationship. It's a thing, man. It's a thing. I have fought it in my own life. It's like this mother hen syndrome thing that we can't figure out. I, I ultimately, you know, I think... Our nature is to nurture. It's just, yeah. it, it is what it is, right? Like a woman, they don't even have to have a practice. When they have a baby, they just somehow, they figure it out. They know how to take care of it instantly. It's just like, even if we're talking about female animals, you know, which is a bad comparison, but they just know what to do as soon as they have that little <sighs> baby calf, right? So there's this thing it's in a woman. It's intrinsic into a woman. There's this thing in a woman, which is is unbelievable, but it was never supposed to be towards our husband. Oh, God, we're you're supposed to respect it. them. We're supposed to love we're supposed to uh, enjoy and have fun with our our man, not nurture like a child or like have them check in with us or tell them to clean up their underwear. Like Babe. there's there are some things that we we can address, but it's how we go about it. I love what you're saying because here's the thing: a woman by nature nurtures, 
And that's why a man steps out of the teenage boy syndrome when he nurtures and, her because a women, woman has never been nurtured. And she's like, oh my God, yep. this man in my life is actually, he's taking care of me. He's, he's like, he's waiting on me. And it, I mean, all of a sudden you become the man in her life. But I, I love what you said. And I'm going to take it a step further. A wife should not nurture her husband. Care for her husband? Yes. Yep. Love her husband? Yes. I agree. Respect her husband? Yes. Nurturing is reserved for your children. Can I read a definition? I just pulled it up when you said that. Can I read this definition of nurture? It means to feed and protect, um, to support and encourage as during the period of training or development, to bring up, train, and educate. Oh, my God. There's Ladies, a man actually is not developing. And if he needs to develop more, which all of us do, he needs other men to, to come alongside of him that. and exactly help right. him. So what you could do in that is like get him around good men. Encourage him to get around other good men because a man helps a man become be a, a man. man. If a woman tries to help a man be a man, it you know what that's called? Crazy. They have a word for it. It's called emasculation. A woman can't teach a man to be a man and a man can't teach a woman to be a woman. Now, there are single moms out there who help men be the best men they could ever be, but make no mistake, but it takes a, a group of men to help that man right. become a man. Moms can serve, love, support, care. And a mom can raise care, a great son. Help, yeah, but and it, nurture a son. But once you become a man, and this is where it gets exactly iffy right. with grown, grown children, where the mom is still nurturing the grown adult man. He's 18. Nurturing's you done. You've already done Support it. him, encourage yes. him, yes. inspire him, pray for him, love him. Let other men Be do in it. his corner. Yes, yes. Babe, you nailed it. I think the best way to break the mom syndrome and any wife who, and, and sometimes it's not even intentional. I think most of the times, in fact, have kids to have the mom syndrome. I, I mean, like I see it in like 22 year old girls who are dating their boyfriends and they're like nurturing, nurturing. And I'm like, what is happening? Your husband needs your care. Yes. He needs your support. Yes. He needs you to believe in him. What he doesn't need for you to do is train him, fix him, nurture him and bring him up in the way he should go. Drop the mic. Oh man, babe, you crushed that. Well, we're going to do it. We're going to do part whatever. There's so many we more unspoken. we keep talking about the unspoken yeah. because yeah, we'll just keep nailing them because this is something. It's no good to die silently. We hope that this has been helpful for yes. you. At the very least, please have honest conversations with your spouse. Um, it might be tough, but I promise you it'll be worth it. Um, if you're a man, stop being the boyfriend. It's time to be the man. Cheers to that. If you're the wife, stop, the being, stop being the mom. We need you to be the sexy wife. Oh, we did Ooh. a three-way cheers with Vic the Soundcheck. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.